Welcome to Time Play 3HR. My name is Louis. <laughs> My name is Lockie, and uh, today and yesterday, I've got the chance to play the original Splinter Cell. Well, you're a lucky boy. Should we talk about it? Yeah, go on. So, Lockie. Yes. What up? I recommended that we both play Splinter Cell 1. Um, would you like yeah. to know why? Uh, just because you like stealth games. That's, a, that's basically it. I, um, I had never played the original Splinter Cell. The only Splinter Cell I ever played was the one that came out, the last one that came out, I think, which was a few years ago now on PS3, which was actually pretty good. I really liked it. Um, they put a lot um, of work into that, or they made it seem like they were going to put a lot of work into that. Yeah, it was a pretty shiny video game, you know. Um, there was a lot of online functions, if I seem to remember. There was some multiplayer, which oh, was no, actually pretty... I'm thinking of Hitman. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Hitman came out, like, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was recent. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, the PS3 thing, Splinter Cell thing. Yeah, oh, um, that was pretty good. Um, and I never played any of the originals and i'd only like seen them from afar and they always seemed kind of interesting but i could never separate the fact that melgasola came first from them mm. and and how much it felt like they were crimping yes. on, and, on and, style. and i'm pretty much tell this is going to be the episode uh, about splinter cell where we will majoritively talk about metal gear solid i don't know if that's true i think i have quite a lot of <laughs> specific spr- opinions sprinkle in <laughs> I don't know some Assassin's Creed or some other. Yeah, know. I mean, I I I I have some very particular opinions about what I just played of Splinter Cell. Yeah, because it's a pretty interesting, weird game. Yeah, me also, unfortunately. Um, the the only couple things I have to say in relation to Metal Gear Solid is the um tagline for Splinter Cell is stealth action redefined. Um. And it looks just like the Metal Gear Solid, like, whatever it is, it's like stealth action. You know how he always puts, like, the genre underneath the name of Metal Gear Solid? What is that thing he does? He's like, stealth action, like, Metal Gear Rising has, like, a specific one because it's not the same as the others. Um, Anyway, it looks just like that, and it's funny funny that it's... um, And Metal Gear Survive? No, Metal Gear Survive does not have any of that. (laughs) Um... But it's funny that they said redefined because clearly they're going for um, the Metal Gear Solid crowd. Uh, and then the other thing is that this game, I had to put into, I booted it up and I was like, wait, when did this game actually come out? And it mm. came out a year after Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, really? Um, which is kind of shocking when you play that it, That is I think. shocking. Um, that really it came, puts it into perspective. Yeah, it came out in 2005. And Metal Gear Solid 4, I think, came out in 2004, which is pretty pretty amazing that's later than i thought yeah me too that's much later because i, I, I played this and i was like hang on when did this game come out and i was like yeah. you know what louis louis can tell me because <laughs> <laughs> it boots up with that janky original ubisoft logo yeah or yeah. it's like uh yeah it's like from an old computer game from the 90s sort of logo with a sort of rainbow swirl that glistens sure. over some yeah, squarish sort of text. 
Yeah, I thought it came out like 2001 um, era, but uh, that's when Metal Gear Solid 2 came out in 2001. Um, uh, and it's hard not to compare it too harshly visually, I guess, against those games, because the most recent versions of the Metal Gear Solid games I played were the HD versions, so they look very nice and shiny. Um, this, Although you can play it like... Uh, whatever aspect ratio and like resolution you want it's not been like crispied up by some developer so it looks pretty rough in spots true but i this is also a um slight hdified version isn't it the pc one is it i think it is because i was like totally lost on one bit because i couldn't figure out how to open like my notes so uh-huh. i went on youtube and i watched a video of some guy uh playing and it looked worse okay so I think this must be like a slightly done up version. I know that they did like an HD collection of the Splinter Cells, but I know this isn't that. So I don't really know where that falls. Because hmm. it, uh, it's like three pounds on Steam. So we didn't play the HD collection. We played the original Splinter Cell with the resolution bumped up. Sure, sure. Maybe that was all it Maybe is. that was why. Yeah. Um, so um, I guess, dude... I guess. Just tell me, tell me what you thought of Splinter Cell. Just like a lot, to be honest. Yeah, I had a lot of thoughts. Quite a, like um, so you start up with this sort of tutorial stage, and at that point, I was basically in such an <laughs> unhappy place, knowing that I had three hours of that to no. come. Um, but sort of the the tutorial's ridiculous and just unsmooth. And it, like, opens up all these silly things. But then as soon as you get through, you're like, okay. And I started to enjoy it for a bit. And then I kind of got uh, annoyed by all of its, like, annoying things that it does. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to talk about the tutorial stuff because we've mentioned in the past how, uh, well, I've mentioned that I like, <laughs> I like, like, stupid assault course tutorials that are, like, separate from the main game. Mm-hmm. And games don't do that anymore. Um, and this is like the most classic version of that where it's like, here's an assault course. Every 10 seconds, we're going to stop you, tell you what to do. Um, and then you do it. And it's like a literal assault course. Um, it rem- I'm trying to think of like other examples. The it's like, other it's one like a Call of Duty. Like, I think they have them in two. like a few Call yeah. of Duties. Yeah. Start yeah. of uh, Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah, that That's stuff. I, I always kind of adore those. I think they're bad. They're ne- they're rarely ever good, but I kind of like them. Um, and I was glad to see that this game had it. Uh, and it made sense as well. Like, narratively. It fits. It fits. You're like um, back after a few years out of service and getting into, even though it was like stupidly easy. <laughs> they never the- make you do it normally, but that doesn't matter. The best part of that tutorial oh. was the um was the sound room. Yeah, I, I thought yeah, that was I that, that was like amazing. So it's oh, like it's teaching you about crouching and not making noise, uh, and you get to this room which is like um, soundproof. So it's got like yellow um, sound absorbing foam all on the walls and these like condenser mics hanging from the ceiling, um, which is really cool. Like they didn't have to bother to do any of that. Ooh, they could just be like, we've mic'd this room up. You have just totally cut out. You keep cutting out for me. Oh yeah? For like big chunks, yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, now you're back. Um, what was the last thing you heard? Uh, yellow sound absorbing foam. Um, yeah, so the room's like filled with yellow sound absorbing foam and it has these condenser mics hanging from the ceiling and um, 
it's cool they didn't they really didn't have to like do that much detail um but it's, it looks cool it just kind of looks like a recording booth uh like construction sort of rubbish everywhere um and then there's like chains hanging from the ceiling that you have to avoid so it's like goofy as hell um but it's good and it's then, funny and then you get through and he's like are you ready to begin sam yeah jeez you're already <laughs> through yeah. you're yeah, amazing good stuff. <laughs> the, the dialogue's pretty terrible yeah it's uh, good stuff highlighted from the start of this game where <laughs> he's told he meets so you know you're the you're the secret agent whatever um, well, and what else I thought was kind of interesting is, um, so you worked for the NSA and like, you know, within the last, I don't know, 10 years, like the, all the seriously like negative connotations that come along with the NSA. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's interesting to go back and be like, oh, so I work for these guys that now everyone sees as the bad guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, this came out in 2005, so this is after 9-11. Um, so it's, it's, I guess it's a strange choice anyway to go with them. They're not exactly the peachiest group of people i mean I, I don't really know exactly what's going on other than like the surveillance stuff yeah um obviously because it's national surveillance yeah um but uh so you go in and there's like the boss guy who you talk to and you're like hey chief and he's like you can use my real name in here and then he just goes lambert <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> okay i guess i'll say it now <laughs> <laughs> and then he just starts screaming it constantly for the rest of the game. Exactly. Um, yeah, some of the dialogue. Funny. It's I like I like some of it. Like it's it's probably goofy to recount, but I, there's this bit where you have to first grab a character in the in the sort of test level um, in the assault course and like take him down, and you go up and grab him, and it's teaching you about interrogation, and he's like he grabs him, he's like oh. That hurts. Oh, sorry. Because obviously he's part of the yeah. same team. So that's like, that's all kind of nice. And actually yeah, the was... personality of, um, is he called Sam Fisher? He's Sam. I... Yeah, Sam, I think he's Sam, Sam Fisher. Fisher's definitely someone. Um, the personality of Sam Fisher is quite, um, quite nice, quite warm. He manages to be gruff and lonesome without being boring. Um, I like that he's like an older guy as well. It's kind of cool. Um, yeah, so that stuff's all actually not too bad. And I think in that sense, it hasn't aged that badly. I thought, like, the cutscenes obviously look old. They look but so nice, though. I thought they were but beautiful. But they're, like, the lighting's, like, really nicely directed. And um, it's, like, a lot of it they is, like, great. all... It's very, very dark, obviously, because this game is... You're playing mostly in the dark, and it's about, like, light and shadow and stuff. Um, so all the all the direction is, like, let's just, like, half-light everyone's faces. And it looks really nice. Yeah, I thought this whole game actually looked great. Yeah, it's funny. Um, it's funny how noticeable all the like tech demo-y parts of it stand out now, because it's it's 2005. So developers are like, oh, we can do this. We can make light come in through windows. Yeah, um, they love that. Yeah, they're like obsessed with this. Oh, check out these like yeah these like um, god rays rays coming in. Um, and then like the first room you're in when he says Lambert. the there's like 30 different objects with like cloth physics going on in the cutscene. Yeah, the so cloth like physics. Is yeah, so, so like Sam well. Fish is talking, and then behind him is like a world map, and it's just like vibrating madly. <laughs> All like, the physics okay. are pretty, also pretty, pretty janky. Yeah, it has to be said. But you know, like at the time that that was like, whoa, look at that, that piece of paper in the printer is did moving. You, did you walk into like any of that cloth as well? Um, the, in the game, there was a bit where. 
there's like some cloth hanging between a kitchen and a living room that yeah. I walked through. And it just goes absolutely crazy. It actually worked well for me. Really? I, I walked yeah. through it and then like I turn around and <laughs> 10 seconds later and the cloth is still just flapping back and forth mm. excessively. Yeah. But it's it's really funny. It's how... fun though. Like it was, I, I then, you know, proceeded to just walk through both of them and like for the next you know, 30 <laughs> seconds just playing with them. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, it's cool how, well, it's, I guess it's cool how at this point we've reached such a level where that stuff just doesn't stand out anymore and it just blends into everything else. Yeah. Whereas I guess, cause at that time they were taking steps in specific places and other things hadn't caught up. So like when something is better than something else, it really stands out. It's quite charming that like those rays of light though are very charming. Yeah, they are charming. You know, they, when they you're look, like, look, they how look kind goofy. of <laughs> look how yeah, they goofy. They look really are. goofy, but they look kind of like you see like Sam's like um, butchered shadow on, <laughs> like on the floor. It's like, oh yeah, yeah like, that kind of works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and his goofy hiding in shadows that aren't actually shadows. Yeah. This, this game has a very. Uh, it at least tells you when you're safe because if you couldn't, otherwise it would be impossible. Um, and it's and it's pretty rough in spots with this stuff i found yeah oh it's so rough like you'll be in a place that looks fairly lit up but the game's telling you that you're in complete darkness yeah and um there'll be places which look quite dark where it's like oh you're actually not in that much uh you're actually pretty exposed yeah yeah it's it's a little and um, wanky. it's got a lot of things like that to me and it's like also like some of the camera work <clears throat> Uh, where, like, mm-hmm. in the tutorial, was like, there's no way this camera can see me. And they're like, we see you. Or you walk past it. It's so hard to read this game. Yeah, it's funny because the, there's, like, a bar on the right that shows, like, how much light you're in and how visible you are. And it's got, like, four different segments. And it seemed to me like there's basically no point to have the two segments in the middle. No. You should basically exactly. have, are you in dark or are you in light? Because as soon as you're past the first segment, a camera's going to see you. So it's, no, it's just pointless to have all these other or meters. Or yeah, yeah, anyone's going to see you. Um, so unless, unless it was, so you got like the 100%, say the full darkness is zero, full light is 100, and then you've got a bar split up into 25% sections. I yeah. didn't feel safe unless I was in like the first 15%. Yeah, exactly. Even, so like, not even, even the first Not even like the, the end bar. of the first bar. Yeah, you could still get seen, um, which is, it's, it's funny. It's funny how um, all the stealth games are, strange because as time went on stealth games just got way more forgiving and way more um they just gave you way more information this game's uh, cruel this game was really annoying yeah it was I, really I would annoying. argue that this was almost more of like a puzzle game than a stealth game yeah I, I that's a good way of putting it i was trying to put that into words in my head when i was playing it because it has it's a lot more linear than a lot of stealth games um and the first sort of guard that you actually come across in the main story mine you sort of jump across a you go through a burning building you jump across a balcony which was a trouble in its own right and yeah, then tell me about um, it <laughs> and then um, full scroll wheel up <laughs> yeah Long that's run and cool jump. We'll talk about that in a second um and then you don't know when a guard is going to be in a place and you don't know when you're in a spot that's like no one's around or you're in a spot where there are guards around so i was just kind of walking around and then a guy heard me and as soon as the guy hears you, it's kind of all over, in my experience. Um, and then, so I took him out. This is after loading and saving. I found the quick save function pretty quick. I was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't. I made separate quick save, separate saves after oh, every, mate. like, two seconds. 
oh mate the quick save function made it way more fun (laughs) yeah it's it's awful isn't it and like those quick saves that it gives you by default are brutal yeah no yeah so i just i just i just keyboard shortcut p and zero yeah i just need separate saves after like every three months um but again, because it's like an old game, like it just loads up instantly and it's beautiful. So you, it, it allowed me to experiment at least, which was fun. Um, and so you take this. So then I figured out how to take this guard out without him seeing me. And then it scripts another guard to come in to that uh, room, um, which is not typical of what stealth games are nowadays, where a guard is kind of just doing his own thing. And it's kind of random. Whereas this way it's like, okay, this guard is always going to come into this room. There's only one way I can go. I basically have to deal with this guard, which is not what you get nowadays. You know what I mean? So in that sense, it is a lot more puzzly. Um, I'm just like, okay, so I kept loading and like reloading to figure out how I'm going to get by this guard without anything going wrong. Yeah. Which is fun in in a way, but because it's not like set up specifically that way, it makes it kind of frustrating. It's yeah. It's, it's, I'm like mixed about it all. Mm. I mean, uh, there's that point where you, after you do all that stuff, you get to the ground level, and there's a couple of cops, like, corrupt cops interrogating some bloke sitting on a chair or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that section, I was like, what the I fuck like, am I going to do yeah, here? Jesus Christ, how do I get past here? <laughs> and then, you, so you start to figure out, like, okay, if I do this very awkwardly, <laughs> yeah. so you got to, well, I mean, I assume you did it the same way, where you jump up onto the ledge and sort of, like... Shimmy. Shimmy across. But so you can't do it too close because you instantly jump over the ledge. So you have to go far enough down so the that system... when you jump up, you can do it. And then when you go across, you press up. You don't just climb over the ledge. You then stand up on this tiny railing. And then so you stand up on that. And if you just walk down, they're going to hear you. So then you're like, okay, so I've got to pull myself up, then crouch, then go off. And then like you walk a tiny bit and then they see you. So then you got to like, I shot a light to. And like it just mm. went on. This the system for climbing in this game is insanely bad. Uh it's funny how it's coming from the same people that eventually went on to make uh, Assassin's Creed. Because it's like it's like what see so the way it works is to get up to a ledge that's higher than jumping height, you have to jump off <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> the wall to its angle, which sounds okay. That's like, okay, that makes sense. That's what like a person might do is they would climb up the wall on their left so they could get to the wall on their right higher. But the way it works is you jump, you press jump again. He maybe puts his foot on the wall you want him to. And then you press jump a third time to grab onto the ledge. And if you haven't already like spun off five meters in the wrong direction, he may catch this ledge that's above you. And it's yeah. just like the, it's really funny. And the animation's when you put that, amazing as well. When you put that into a stealth game, because like you're supposed to be this like super agent, and you're just like hopping backwards off this wall twenty times <laughs> as these guys like thirty meters away, like what was that? And you're just like hopping back and forth on this wall um, in the darkness. God, this uh, game, I, and like to follow on with that, there's so many things which I don't know why they wouldn't make easier because it yeah. makes the gameplay flow so much more smoothly. And like the games. big one for me was um, like the accuracy of your weapon. Yeah, I thought that was really an interesting choice. Which, which is dumb because it's like a tool that lets you have all these like creative decisions. So, for example, you're given a gun. It's like silence, which is great. Um, 
and you can shoot like famously you can shoot the lights out to give yourself more darkness and more which cover. is the best part of this game by the way and it's very cool that's actually yeah. that actually feels great it feels amazing um but then like you can be very very close to a light or relatively close aim stand still let let it get full focus like so you absolutely target it on it you shoot and you just miss yeah sam fisher is a terrible shot and you, you have no like control over whether you'll hit it or whether you'll like you can put it in the exact same place twice yeah you'll hit the first time miss the second time uh, yeah <laughs> and so if you hit it you know the lights go out and they're like oh what's going on and you can sneak through but if mm-hmm. you miss they just suddenly hear the shot and yeah like, which is really really like i found the fact that they can hear your silent shot really annoying yes. that just destroys the whole purpose but they, they can't the they can't hear your silent shot if you hit something uh, so if you like hit a light or something physical, yeah, they don't hear it. But if you hit the wall right next to it, they find you straight away. Yeah, which is a that's a like I think you can have, you can have one of those. You can have the bad accuracy, or you can have the they can hear it if you hit the wall. Yeah, but you can't have both. You yeah, know? because like when when you know you want to sneak through somewhere and you go okay I'm gonna shoot a light it's gonna be cool, and then you just <laughs> miss it like four times on the trot. Yeah, like well shit. I really, I really like the. I'm sure this is in quite a few other games. Get me out of here, you know. But I really like the um, the way you have to. Every time you move, it like resets the focus of your shot. So yeah. you have to wait for the reticle to sort of zoom in a bit. Yeah. I really, really like that. That's, that seems really cool and makes it makes you feel pretty stealthy and super agenty, which I liked a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, this game has a lot of really, really Work. great ideas. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it's, um, I've got to give it a little bit less credit because I thought it was a lot older than it was, though. Yeah. Like, when you put it next to, uh, MGS3. MGS3. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, but it's also going for, it is actually going for something else. Like, because MGS3, what I think the Metal Gear Solid games do really well is they accept the inherent goofiness of the genre of just, like, how ridiculous it really is. Whereas this game is trying to be like, no, this is real. This is like in reality, they can't see you when you're sitting in a shadow. So it sort of, um, it, it takes on a lot more in that sense where it's like, we have to really ground this. And I think compared to other games that have done the light and shadow thing, it actually works quite well. This game is really dark visually. It's, um, if you don't have the night vision goggles on, you can't see basically a lot of the time, which is a good way of, um, cool as well. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it, you don't really see that much anymore. Um, uh, yeah, the other stuff that I really like is how obsessed it is with um, over-the-top, goofy, unnecessary, bespoke animations for things. Um, I love that stuff in games. I think if I were to make a game, if I had all the money, time, and skills in the world, I would make a third-person game where you do lots of over-the-top bespoke animations for random things. So you've lost me a little bit. So the thing that's most iconic to me, I think people talk about the night vision goggles. For me, it's him doing the splits. Right. That is, that's when I think of Splinter Cell, I think of a guy um, in between two walls doing the splits above another person, which I didn't unfortunately get to do apart from in the tutorial mission. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't find an opportunity to use that move. Uh, and it's aw- awkward to get into because it relies on the jumping off the wall mechanic thing. <laughs> but um, it's like a double jump. Yeah, it looks really bad when he gets into it. But I, l- <laughs> <It does. laughs> I, I, I like limbs stretch out as well. <laughs> yeah, 
But I like, I love those little moments. The other one I can think of is again, you do it in tutorial is you're doing the overhand, like on a pole above you um, thing. And then you get to a, the pole that you're climbing on has a hole in the wall and you press another button and that you can like lift your legs up to go through the hole on the pole. If that made any sense, I'm sorry. So you, so you go from like doing monkey bars swinging yeah. to like arms and legs crawling on the pole. Yeah. 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 Um, and I love, I love that stuff. I don't know what it is. It just really appeals to me when um, you have like lots of buttons that make a human being do lots of things, contort them into lots of positions. I love it when games let you do that. Um, So Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, exactly. I like Stretch Armstrong games. Um, And another good example of that. (laughs) No, no, no. Stretch Armstrong's a toy. Yes, I know. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) But we're coining the phrase here. Oh, okay. Nice. um, Sorry, my bad. I should have. Um, Stretch Armstrong. The the other example, you're looking up Stretch Armstrong right now. Yeah, he's really goofy. Did you ever have one? No, I always wanted one. Uh, I think did I actually you? managed to break mine. Yeah. Ooh. Did I? I mean, I had them for a long time. I don't know if I broke them. Um, anyway, ridiculous like eight pack. Yeah, he, he kind of <laughs> looks like He Man, right? He just kind of yeah. looks like yeah. Um, the another example of that is. And I loved this when Stretch I saw this. Strong eBay. When I saw this on the on the tooltip, I like squeed because I thought it was amazing. Is um, and you mentioned it earlier. Is the speed up and slow down on the mouse wheel? Oh yeah, that actually felt great. Which I was like, that's a cool idea. I love that beyond belief. We've talked a bunch of times about like speed in character walking mm. um, for some reason, and. So the way it works is obviously you move by pressing W to go forwards and the mouses look around, but the mouse wheel changes his speed. So if he's walking, jogging, running or whatever, well, he never runs, but like the sort of, there's basically sort of three-ish speeds and they're on the mouse wheel, but it feels like it's one contiguous, like, you know, um, acceleration or deceleration. Yeah. And that feels really, really good. Um, I really enjoyed that. So it's like, it has yeah. lots of those little things, which the I really, really like. were actually really, were really quite good, I thought. Yeah, a if, bit, a if, bit like awkward at times, especially sure. with like sticky keys and stuff. Yeah, but it feels um, good. But especially the scroll wheel mm. for speed—that felt great. And I'd yeah, be uh, happy if more games did that. Yeah, and uh, and um, shooting out lights is really genuinely fantastic. It is, it, and it looks great, and it works well when you hit them. The best when bit when was... you hit them, and well, yeah, go, you go for it first. No, I've been talking for like three minutes, Hugo. All right. Uh, and so well, you were mentioning animations before and all these crazy animations. There was one that really, really took my heart in this game. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, him on a computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dude's got a, he's got a one-handed type. Yeah, he's, he's skilled on a computer, you he, can tell. He doesn't use two hands. He does one hands and like yeah. keyboard, but it, but like, keyboards, it plays the keyboard. This... It plays the sound file of like someone with three hands. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> like, tilt one shoulder back and one hand forward. Yeah, he's hacking computers with one hand. Looks amazing. Yeah, he's good. Uh, but yeah, also like I would never play this game more because I just so many times felt uh, cheated by being spotted it's, unjustly. I felt. I, I think almost it felt like almost every single guard I came across, I felt fucked over by. Yeah. Um, you're like really yeah it's like how and i also i really didn't like there were like um civilians in the area uh 
and they see you and they make the music go like you're being seen, but they don't, but nothing happens. They just hide. Which is really annoying to have both of those things in the same sound file playing. Um, oh, also on that, the sound design, because this game doesn't do much in the way of like UI telling you what's going on, it relies really heavily on like footsteps and stuff to tell you when there's how many guards are in the area. Yeah. And it's really good. Um, if you actually really pay attention, I'm thinking of that bit where you're shimmying along the wall with the guards interrogating that guy. Mm. And there's in that space, there's one, two, three, four people. Way too many. Yeah, there is too many. Um, but you can hear all of them and you can hear how far away their footsteps are. Um, and it's really, it's really, really good, actually. Someone did a lot of work in that. And I feel like you could probably focus in on that aspect. If you're going to go for let's not tell them much information um, like on screen and let's rely on all like real world stuff, I feel like you could really, really hone in on that and make something pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a decent game. Yeah, I think I think you can clearly see why it spawned a franchise, and I'm sure the sequel like cleans up most of that stuff. Was there just the one or multiple Splinter Cells? Yeah. Oh man, there were loads. There were like four or five. Um, it changed Splinter with Cell games. Oh yeah, I remember this. What this cover? 2006, Double Agent. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that no, that came out. That came out, dude, in 06. And what was the original one? 04. 05. One came out in 04. Pandora Tomorrow. Mm. Chaos. No, dude. Splinter Cell. It came out in 2002. I looked this up yesterday. No, you were wrong. It came out in 2002. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell came out in 2002. You're thinking of Chaos Theory. Um. Oh, that's fine. Okay, it came out in 2002. Sorry for all the false information, folks. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it did come out in 2002. Okay. Okay, well, you see, then, then, it, then it does deserve the credit. Then it's reasonable. Yeah. Then it's, like, <laughs> fair enough that came out in 2002. Yeah. But they, so, yeah, they, um, they made a whole goddamn bunch of them. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Conviction, uh, I think, was, uh, like, the 361 that changed a lot and people were angry about. And then the one I played was um, Blacklist, which came out in 2013, which was good. I liked it. There it is, Blacklist. Um, yeah, that was a pretty good, that's a pretty good stealth game, actually. Double I would recommend Agent. that today, even. Please, no. <laughs> Please, no. Don't recommend I mean, that. The, the, his, his, the, goofy like, night, the... His, his goofy, iconic night vision goggles that light up bright green when you're in a shadow. Yeah, you know. <laughs> stealth. <laughs> Um, cool, man. Well, I think we've splinter sold it. Yeah. Um, good stuff, man. Thank you. Wow. I've got a game for you next week. That's exciting. Uh, and I was between two kind of similar ones. I'll hit you with some clues. Cool. Uh, three clues. Let me let me think of some clues. All right. Well, you got to think of the clues. Come uh, on. Now. I should have done this before. Yes. But I'm gonna just hit the live. We could just skip the clues. Uh. Okay, no, no, so the main character is goofy and determined, like a lot of characters. Goofy and determined. Yeah. It's it's a game that we've both already played on PS3. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, give me a big one, because I'm nowhere near. You're giving me two very vague clues. But... <laughs> and uh, what's it? What's it? <laughs> oh no! Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why? Are you talking about <laughs> What's it? What's it? What's um, it? What's it? I don't even know which one that is. Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. <laughs> okay. Okay then. Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. Yeah, man. What the hell? Okay. All right. 3 hours. <laughs> All right, then. All right, I look forward to it. I'm booting up my PS3. Yeah. <laughs> me, oh. me also. I wonder how much it is on PC nowadays. Uh, I just looked still. It was on sale the other day, but um, the new ones are, like, very cheap. <clears throat> right. The, old, the older ones are, it's like, 15 quid. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. Uh... So next, uh, this podcast, Lucky. If if oh damn, if I was to describe this, um, sorry, I was just watching something. If um, I was to describe this game as a dish, I would say it was like a uh, a dessert that's okay. um, like quite you know quite intricate and a bit of a novelty, but like you wouldn't order it, you know, something like uh, some weird like fruit chocolate compote. It's got some special decorations, but you're like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure this. I'm not sure this. Uh, <laughs> this dish thing's really working out for you, Lucky. I'll keep pushing through. <laughs> okay. All right. See you later. Um, no, Jesus Christ! We have to. Okay. We have to say where this podcast goes. People know. <laughs> slash don't care. This has been Time Played 3HR with your host, Lockie and Louie. Uh, listen to this every Sunday. You can find it at iTunes, SoundCloud. Where else? Uh, Stitcher and the other one. Sweet. Tune in. Tune in. Tune um, in next week. Oh, nice. See what Beautiful. I did there. Yeah, I love it. Five o'clock. All right. Thanks, man. All good. See Cheers. you later. Peace. Oh.